Here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing. Yeah, because, you know, got a cork popped out, boom, it flies up like a 10 feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up, and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. Raw, raw, raw. Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer. You gotta take in all those big aromatic hops. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release? You should have never been a fad. Black IPA is delicious. Welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Whiskey. Brad, what's up, man? I'm Nick White. And we got a special guest in the studio. Hey, man. Steve How are Wyatt. you guys? Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me today. Yeah. Apologies to the viewers and listeners. Oh, they have to listen to us every week. So yeah. they're sticking around. They know what they're in. Yeah. <laughs> and so you've been on, you've been on before with us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do we what do we drink? That, remember? This was back at the studio. Oh probably. my goodness, right. I can't remember. I have I don't no know. idea. Oh, maybe it was Dark Lord. I think that's, yes, because I think I had gone to Dark Lord Day not long, just before we recorded that first one, so okay. I think you're right, yeah. We were probably getting the lowdown. Mm-hmm. But now, with Black Friday coming up, we thought this was a good time to do the head-to-head battle. And if you've been watching the video for a long time, you've been seeing this old Fitzgerald Goose Island bottle sitting on the desk. Yeah, every week. Every week, just sitting there, you know, taunting. I mean, it, it's it's a good-looking bottle. <laughs> <laughs> the fanciest of fancy beer boxes, for yeah. sure. It is, definitely, a beautiful box. And so this is uh, aged for two years. This is a barley wine aged for two years in bourbon barrels. Right. So um, if I got this right, it's old Fitz, 14, 15, and 16-year barrels. And they took... 40% of it and aged it for one year and blended that with a two-year version of the same beer. Okay. So 60% of the beer aged for two years. It's very confusing. Hmm. 60% aged for two years, 40% aged for a year, and they blended that together. And it's a blend of uh, 14, 15, and 16-year-old barrels. Yeah, okay. that's right. So it's they're saying two-year because the oldest component is two years, mm-hmm. but it's not a completely <laughs> two-year-old aged beer. Okay. It's, yeah. So, but this is from 2020, so it potentially started in 2020 it's life as a beer being brewed yes yeah yes so we should really have vsoj correct um i think that's the yes i think that would be the appropriate matchup but we drank we drank (laughs) we drank them all I knew for sure I drank so them all. When Brad brought up the matchup, I'm like, oh, well, that's sweet because I kind of forgot what it tastes like. That would be great. So you, you taunt your, view, your viewers with one beer and then you drink the other beer that you're supposed, you're supposed to have on the show. Yeah, I'm like going through the fridge because I have a lot of deep woods in there. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't have that one. I got 10-year still. X? Yeah. Uh, I think that's VSOJ with cherry. Okay. Yeah. Lots of cuvées, whatever. But I, I guess <laughs> technically you could have done double barrel VSOJ, right? I don't have that one. But it's not a direct comparison, I think. And then I think this has to. This is their first time making this style beer in, um, I don't know, four years, five really? years. 
Yeah, the barley wine. They, they, did, they, they didn't make barley wine for a while. Oh, you mean they skipped it with with Bourbon County for a few years? Bourbon County, yeah, yeah the Bourbon County yeah. used, used to come with the barley wine all the time. Yeah, and, and I think the last one they made was a wheat wine. Remember that? Oh, yeah. They did, yeah. Yellow bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, so a straight up barley wine from them we haven't seen in some yeah. years. So. so then we're just going to go with regular straight jacket, but also from 2020. So this same time, its life has begun. Correct. Didn't sit in a barrel for 24 months. Not extended aging, but it's, mm. it's the best we could do. Right. And then just for fun, we also have the SOR, which is a rye ale aged for two years in rye barrels. Yeah, Steve pointed that out. I thought they were all bourbon barrels, but VSOR is aged in rye barrels. But that one is the one that's aged for the longest, is it not? That VSOR? Yeah. Ah, excuse me, VSOR? Oh, this is official two-year? Yeah, official uh, two-year in barrels. So we don't need a spreadsheet to understand how long that one was aged. They, I had to look this shit up <laughs> and on the Goose website. I'm like, or it was maybe something that we did. I was like, why? why what is this math? And this is from 2019. So okay. Mm. Where do we start straight jacket and we'll come to this ryeway probably afterwards right because it's kind of okay. it's going to be different okay straight jacket non multi-year barrel age let's do it yeah but we're going to do it there. side by side right really we should you want me to open this one you got to open the box okay. it's your box do it yeah i didn't want to i didn't want to be the one to It'll do keep that. your viewers waiting any longer <laughs> yeah. yeah let's do it um i did have a New straight jacket, but I felt like we should go old with it. Go for it. And then our little chaser beer, we also have a off colors beerathon. It's their 2% watermelon and salt. Fancy light beer. All right. Oh, and then we got the Goose Island opener. All good signs. Got a little fizz. I feel like the straight jacket has some age on it, but that could just Ooh. be in my head. I'm getting some funkiness in the nose. Hmm. I'm going in. This is very light. Wow, yeah. Caramel. Mm-hmm. Kind of syrupy. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. but um, <clears throat> syrupy, but not heavy. Strangely, I feel like that contradiction in terms almost. That's but, true. Yeah, because syrup implies it's like got a heavy mm. mouthfeel. I think it's just kind of sweet, like syrup. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it is kind of light in body. Um, they were saying we were talking about honey jacket in the pre-show just now. Steve had had it, and they were saying that honey jacket actually has less sugar in it than straight jacket. Huh? Has. Yeah. So I poured out the Bourbon County one, and you're already seeing like way no darker kidding. Wow, color. look at that. Hmm. Kind of surprising. But I guess in the barrel longer, picking up those colors. Um, yeah, barrel is responsible for pretty much all the color, right? Well, most of the color. I think if it was a bourbon, it'd be responsible for all the color. But yeah. it was some shade of brown when it went in. And the straight jacket is aged in bourbon barrels as well, just yeah. not for as long yeah. as the right. the uh, bourbon county. Probably three to six months, right? Yeah, they. Um, oh, no, it's probably a year, right? Oh, it is a year. Yeah, it's probably a year. Okay. Because you want it picks up those um what they call them, 
vanillin, basically notes of vanilla, but that's after like eight months. Oh, it starts okay. to pick that up. Yeah. Because I remember, um, what was he? Pete Crowley would always say that. He's like, you go three, six, you go three months, it's going to just taste like booze. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you, you go deeper, then you start getting these rounder flavors from it and booze. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get a lot more bourbon flavor in the uh, in the Bourbon County. Yeah, I, think. I remember the night we had. Have you had this one yet? Like before today? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I ended up getting one of these bottles. I think I I'm, I'm now I, I'm definitely less in the habit of aging something now. And if it's a good beer, it's like let's just drink it while it's uh, while it's here. So, but so I had it already. But it was I remember going expecting to be underwhelmed because that usually happens with me and barley wines. But mm-hmm. I remember having it and thinking this is this is something special. Yeah. Um, when I had it there, I was like, well, this is probably my favorite one mm-hmm. of the day because it was just like, it's so many like deep, rich flavors compared to like, yeah. you know, like even though Stray Jack is good. We're going with that Jungle Bird. Oh, uh, yeah. Brad loves a Jungle Bird. <laughs> well, uh, tropical BCS, right? Right. But it's tasting great and it has, I guess, compared to Straight Jacket, just having more of a robust flavor. Yeah. Right now. Bourbon, which is probably why you picked up this beer in the first place. Yeah. Man, that's fucking good, man. I'm just trying to see how um how big it was. Oh, 17 percent. 17. 17. My God. The straight tag is probably 14, 15. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, about 15. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is this a fair showdown? Do you remember VSOJ and then comparing it now, going back to um. Two-year barley wine? I think the note on VSOJ that stood out to me the first time I had it was like black walnut, like black mm. walnut ice cream. And I'm like, why? what is happening? You know, why does it taste like that? And that's what made it special for me. But that was the first VSOJ. Okay. And the second one I don't think was as good. I think it was more in line with, um, you know, like a, like a, like a richer straight jacket, essentially. Okay. Yeah. But the first one I thought was really special. And the first one was a mistake? Like yeah, that? I think what happened, it was like a wintertime thing, they were saying. I, and, you know, Josh Deeth explained it, but basically, like, um, it sat in fermenters too long. Hmm. They, they didn't transfer it, so the temperature dropped. And when the temperature dropped, they're like, well, fuck, I guess we should just age it longer. And that's how that flavor, that profile huh. was born. But it wasn't huh. intentional. They were trying to make straight jacket. Oh. Yeah. Huh. We could be onto something here. Yeah. Hmm. So, Steve, when you, I know you've picked up, you've waited in line for this mm-hmm. Goose Island stuff. Have you done the same for Deep Woods? I have not. I think only because I, I, I guess, Goose Island was sort of the uh, the gateway drug to bourbon barrel aged beers. So mm-hmm. by the time I'd discovered it, they, you didn't really have to wait in line for the. Uh, for the Deeth series anymore, or I'd out kind of outgrown that <laughs> as a as a habit. So, um, but I mean, I do think that the Revolution Deep Wood series, you know, would go toe to toe with Goose Island any day. It's a wonderful, you know, wonderful bourbon barrel aged uh, product. Yeah, we've never done them. I don't know back to back like this. Mm-hmm. We've been able to compare them, but we've always said like. The amount that Revolution is putting out and the variety is basically running circles around Goose at this mm. point. Like Goose is doing a great job with the, with their beers. They're yeah, often bad. Um, what about um, what about the one that was taking like oatmeal grandma's? What was it, grandma's free cookie? What about that one? 
The one with anus in it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Excuse me? Uh, uh, what was it? Anus. It was named after, it was modeled after Grandma's Fig Cookies. I'm like, Did I miss this? No, this <laughs> was, last year. This was one of last year's variants. Um, but it was big anise notes. Big. Like, almost like Sambuca. And I'm like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah. It's so weird. Um, but yeah, it was a fig one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then the previous year, um, Fog. Uh, oh, Kentucky Fog. Kentucky yes. Fog. That, that had one. tea in it, right? Wasn't it aged in... I thought there was one that was aged Kentucky in... Kentucky Fog was lemon and Earl Grey tea. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'd never heard of a drink called Kentucky Fog. Am I missing something here? I'd, but I... Because I'd never heard of a Jungle Bird. So maybe it was a drink. And I just recently didn't had a little can. There's can Bird? cocktail Jungle Birds. Okay. Buddy had them, and they were pretty awesome. So I've, Jungle Bird's a real thing. I've had it at the Whistler, mm-hmm. and I've had it at on the Aviary. Okay. Um, I've never had a Kentucky Fog, though. Winter's coming. Uh, <laughs> get, your, get your kettle going. It's not like they made that up. But that beer was fucking nuts. Um, that was a it, polarizing what's beer, it, though. What's it called? The Oh, which one? The, the bird. Oh, oh the Jungle, Jungle Bird? bird? Ju- yeah. Jungle Bird? Yeah. I, what, think. I, I have to profess my ignorance. What oh, the cotton well, shit. Exactly. We, I didn't know until the beer. Yeah. Uh, Jungle Bird was rum. Banana, lime, Campari, yeah. and blackstrap molasses. That's the cocktail. My goodness. But for the beer, I think they did uh, just the fruits. I think they did banana and lime and coconut. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it was more of a tropical BTS inspired by the Jungle Bird, but it wasn't the cocktail. I see. Okay. Yeah. And that was great having it there. I haven't gone back to it, so it's, it's got to be just a, maybe a mess at this point. I yeah. Know. I remember... Um, well, I, you know, in my Yeti, I put, I squeeze some lime, cut a lime in half, squeeze it, ice, and that's my water all day. Yeah. So yeah. I'm drinking this beer, I'm sitting across from Brad, and I, this lime pops out at me because I drink it all the time. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, it just cuts right through this fresh lime in a BCS. It was, it was really fun. Fresh it was, lime in a BCS. It was huh? really fun. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that's what made it good that day. Mm-hmm. But then we went back to it, and I'm like, well, yeah, I don't know what they gave way. us that day, but yeah. this is changed. It's different now. A lineup when you're having like five or six big stouts. Yeah. Kind of the one that is different stands out more. Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's I kind of like that one. It's yeah. not another variation of a different barrel Bourbon County. Like, oh, all right, yeah. Yeah. But, um, oh, but yeah, like to your point, I don't know if Rev, I think, I think Rev's got the, um, I think Rev's got the edge on barrel programs. Mm-hmm. And part of that is I don't think Rev is doing these they're not trying to be polarizing. I think the Goose program is like, hey, let's involve everyone who works here, <laughs> you know, HR, sales, huh. all the brewers, all the bartenders, and we're going to have some that, you know, peers can like, but then we're intentionally trying to be polarizing with some of yeah. these releases. And I don't think that's the rep philosophy. But what do you think? What, just... They're like pushing it a little bit. Like that super massive coconut that was polarizing in uh, the wrong direction no coconut did he tell you about this fucking sorry beer? no coconut <laughs> and the super massive coconut super mat let's let me set the table super massive cafe d mm-hmm. is probably the best beer yeah, i've ever had from rev I, that is my favorite probably my favorite all-time uh deep wood i i can't so i can't remember where I, I think i was having a dark lord that didn't turn out to be Anything that was really enjoyable. And then, so I thought, okay, what nice beer are we going to have next? And just, I had a super massive Cafe D, and it, I remember it tasted like maybe the best beer I'd ever had. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> like, this is mind bogglingly so awesome. It's like, so the, good. Released in yeah. the middle of summer. Oh, 
the, 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 During the pandemic. The ridiculousness <laughs> of this fucking beer. And, um, you yeah. know, I love it. I used to do the... Um, they used to do these Zoom calls. They break down their process, you know. And Goose does that too. I'm not saying they don't. Oh, but they talk about how their philosophy, like Goose, takes their coffee and they swirl it for a week mm-hmm. in a whirlpool. They call the whirlpool Dorothy. Mm-hmm. They take whole coffee beans. They're next door to intelligentsia. Take those beans, swirl it for a week. Yeah. Um, then you listen to the Rev philosophy. Rev's like, well, if you do that, you're picking up a bunch of astringency, a bunch of green pepper. You're picking up things that aren't true coffee essence. So what we do is basically take cheesecloths. And kind of sit it on there for like, you know, 12 hours. Right. So Revolution does this. Revolution. Yeah. So, kind of so like a cold is, brew. Yeah. Exactly. So or a French press where it just sits in there for a while, right? Exactly. I mean, so, that's the, so yeah. their philosophies are totally different. Oh, um, but this beer is out of bounds. It's really fucking good and it's super massive. No one uses that as a word in the beers, right? So love this beer. So they follow that up with super massive coconut teeth. So there's two ways you go in this that it's super massive with coconut. Or mm-hmm. oh, like super massive cafe D plus coconut, right? Yeah. Okay. Or, or it's a shit ton of coconut. Me- right. A metric, a metric shit ton of coconut is the expectation yeah. after after cafe D. I went to Party City, <laughs> bought coconuts, and brought them to the tap room for us to drink this out of. Oh my god. There's no coconut <laughs> here and no coffee. We actually thought. Wait. No, wait. So what was in it then? If it, it was just like, like regular. You're, you're expecting juice. coconut or coffee, possibly both, and you get neither. How does this? How does that happen? I honestly thought they gave us the wrong beer. Really? Yeah. I was oh like, well, God. there's no, there's if there's coconut in here, it's certainly not super massive amount. It was not as cool as the other, the Cafe D super massive. So. But we had the photo with the coconuts. I mean, that was a win. <laughs> There's me and Brad. Me and Brad and, uh, were the only two assholes in Rev's tap room drinking Wait a minute. Yeah, so you two are sitting in Revolution's tap room, like with open coconuts Standing and drinking your. It's packed. Of oh. course, yes, I, yes yeah. it would be. We brought our own but you're, cups. <laughs> you're sitting there drinking Revolution beer out of coconuts. Yeah, yeah. I blame this guy. It was fun. That was, that was fun, though. That was, that was a good one. Um, yeah. Oh, but yeah, I think that the point was their philosophies are different on how they make beer, mm. how they roll out beer, and even how they add adjuncts to beer. Totally different programs. Mm. Yeah. Okay, uh, so yeah. I opened this the VSOR rye. So rye ale aged in rye barrels. So sort of barley wine esque. Right. I don't even know I don't even know a roadmap of I mean wow. every everyone makes barley this is, wine. This is something good. Yeah. That's better than the Plain straight jacket. The straight jacket is I, three years now in cans. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And when it comes out every year, you shouldn't really be sitting on these. Mm. But the straight jacket is. I mean, it's still quite sweet despite. I mean, it's 2020, right? It's yeah. about three years old now. It's still. It's still pretty sweet in spite of being so old. Yeah. Sometimes we're rye. I don't. I get something green for lack of a better word. I don't know if it's mint. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, I don't know, you know, like spearmint gum or something. I don't know. I, you know, I, I hear you. Something There's, piney, like yeah. maybe like in the, the green, those things, the green and gin. I don't know. Whatever. I was thinking green pepper. Like yeah, green, 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 green pepper bell pepper. Some, yeah, I get something green. Yeah. I, I think that's the rye working in because I think like rye tends to be more like spicy and peppery and like at, towards that end of the palate spectrum than, uh, than bourbon is. Bourbon's more sweet. Yeah. Could just be the, the rye in general. No, yeah. That is fun. Um, 
I, everyone makes a barley wine. Mm-hmm. I don't know a roadmap for rye wine, though. Like, yeah. I don't know other crews that make rye wines. Right. That would be a fun Bourbon County twist to a rye wine instead of the barley wine. And so. Yeah. Well, the uh, Revolution had one as part of the Deeth series at one point. I thought, or I'm sorry, not uh, the uh, uh, Deep Woods series at one point. I think it was Rye Way to Heaven was the nickname. Which is that's the so this is a two year version of that. It's a two year okay yeah. yeah. But that was I guess now that I'm thinking that, that maybe the first time I'd encountered a beer with rye as wow. the uh, the base of the grain bill. So I think so too. Um, Three Floyd's and McKellar back in the day used to do a. Um, they did a Rogan beer. It was like a barrel-aged beer, and all the characters were on the cover. Hmm. Um, that was a rye. That was a okay. that was a rye wine. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Have you two encountered Boogoop, rye wares? Boogoop I mean, and Rugoop. Hmm. I think Rugoop okay. Boogoop was the rye wine, and Rugoop was the rice wine. This was like uh, probably like 2010. Well, isn't Cannonable a rye? Um, Cannonable is a. Uh, it's rye and palm sugar. Yeah. Hmm. It's, so it's a uh, it's a it's a essentially like a red IPA. Yeah. With hmm. like cane sugar and rye. Yeah. And oh, then, so a rye IPA It'd be a rye IPA. Yeah. And then before we had to stop drinking founders, they had that <clears throat> rye beer. Um, fuck, what was it called? Uh, yeah, they did. That they did. I'm it drawing was, a blank. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Fucking founders. Yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> we used to wait in line. We used to wait in line for uh, KBS. When I first got into beer, Ooh. yeah, um, I always thought KBS. I think we we did this. Uh, a good friend of mine. We, we decided to do Stout Murderers Row, and it was just a bunch of you know, uh, Dark Lord, Bourbon County, several others. And KBS was like the uh, CBS was in there too. So you had a Founders beer, but it was like KBS was like the runaway disappointment. I would say of the entire crowd when you put it up against that kind of competition you, and. We, we, you know, having you don't realize the difference until you're trying them all at the same time. Right. But all of a sudden, it became pretty clear. Like this one's not nearly as good as the other ones. They hoard it out too. There's like Mackinac Fudge and you know, fucking oh yeah, they you know, like walnut and all these. Yeah, kind of like a dragon's milk thing, mm-hmm. where okay. it's just kind of like an insane amount of variance on it. And then they just all get lost. Yeah, but okay. um, yeah. Can you think of any other rye examples? I was um when I was a uh, we used to do the tour to Goose uh, Clybourne. And they did a Rogan beer, and it was like a, uh, it was super small, like 5%. And it was a rye wheat beer. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the only time I, at that, up to that point, the only rye wheat beer I ever had was that one. And I'm like, I, I can't name any commercial hmm. examples, not too many, other than the yeah. ones we just did, right. that, 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 that featured rye. Like That's, that is a bit odd, because, I mean, you know, you would imagine brewers kind of being adventurous would want to experiment with different grain bills and i mean rye is you know obviously one that you can use yeah why did i feel like someone told us rye is messy huh like it breaks apart and you well in this different than barley like it it goes everywhere i mean it's it's, and it's more expensive Mm. like rye is a more expensive grain than um but i could be wrong about like messiness um yeah i don't know like, like how it works, I don't know. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Black Friday is coming up. We should, you know, get invited to preview these, maybe. I mean, if you quit fucking with them, then maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. We're featuring this. We're saying it's delicious. Oh, We're saying it's delicious, but, you know, Rev is kind of eating their lunch. Well, but... you know, because Black Friday is all one day. 
right? They do their variants. It's always a, a this. I think I don't. I think that's the. You know, we're not just saying it because we're drinking it. That is the best looking bottle. It's I a think. gorgeous. It maybe it's a gorgeous. Bottle. Maybe in the history of local yeah. releases. I the, the box one was pretty sweet. You like the? I mean, well, just this embossed. Oh, the yeah. just this embossed. The custom bottle that they get made for Bourbon tag. County is the, yeah, the Bourbon wonderful. County. The one that's been out since like 2015. Yeah. This mm-hmm. bottle is probably my favorite bottle mm-hmm. of local releases. But then you have Deep Woods that uh, this straight jacket is from November, beginning of November. You got that starting up very soon. Oh now. shit, you're right. Like what? What are two months away from that? Yeah. It might even be uh, next month. Because this was, yeah, November mm-hmm. 5th. It was full, filled. Yeah. So it came out like second week in November before Black Friday. We're, we're lucky, man. We're lucky to have Goose and Rev in the same Yes, town. in the same, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. And they got, the, well, we're drinking this off color, but you have Dino S'mores that's going to get released here soon too, I think. That comes out around, doesn't it come out January maybe? It's a fair question. I I mean, but stout season is still a thing. Mm -hmm. Barrel age season, FOBAP season is still a thing. So, yeah, you got to assume the dark beers are coming. Yeah, that's kind of what I associate, you know, uh, the the end of November less with Thanksgiving, more with, oh, this is when the barrel age beers come out. (laughs) Stop drinking Oktoberfest and start drinking stouts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, oh. No, go ahead. We are lucky to live in the, I mean, in the town, I guess, in the birthplace of bourbon barrel-aged beers? Is that a first statement? Because Goose Island was, I mean, they were the first to, to try that, were they not? I mean, and... Commercially, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. And in the modern sense, right? Because, you know, before, like... They were sticking them in barrels. Just yeah, before they kegs. Else. They had nothing else. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah, in the modern sense, yeah, that's true. In, in yeah. Into the barrel, not, you know, not for the purposes of storage, but for the purposes of aging and adding flavor to it. Yeah, like uh, putting it in a barrel intentionally that yes. housed a previous spirit yeah right for sure yeah 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 that goose. was a that was a brand new thing i think the goose island certainly pioneered yeah i'd say so yeah but even with black friday coming up uh you'll probably as nick and i said you'll, you'll probably have a chance to get these barrel or these beers throughout the year uh, you'd still get most of last year's maybe less old fit but it's still around I, I, it's still attainable yeah. yeah and that's i think that's new right that that idea that you know you can get them all right. like you know in That's, years past that is a recent thing so twenty yeah. let's say um <clears throat> when did they start doing the ones where whenever pandemic they would instead of doing the tasting at goose they would just that, mail them out yeah right? I, or or I think that's when they it was mail or curbside pickup or something or it was yeah. like you know show up and you know we'll put it on the street and you can come pick it up so you can always away. find some of them yeah. in right. the store but I think twenty twenty two is the first year in a long time you can go in a full calendar year later and. You can find them all if you want. Right. So, and you can do the same with a lot of deep woods. Most of the deep woods, I, I, I mean, I think it's more the, the, extra specialty VSO series that is that There's, you're not going to yeah. be able to walk in and find. But uh, and that's and a lot of that is because they don't even hit stores. Yeah, right. A lot yeah. of stuff is just. Well, that's right. Yeah, they would sell it. It's just pre-release. Yeah. I, I kind of hope Goose goes back to some of that. A little more limited release with a few mm-hmm. things. Yeah, like you have to come to Clybourne to get it, pull it back. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, 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 it's our town's oldest brewery, and this mm-hmm. is their most revered beer. And it's kind of being treated, if you're not careful, it'll be treated like a, uh, like a clearance item. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, so that, that's, you don't want that. You don't want that well, look, I, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I think it was sort of 
transformational for me for just to go from, you know, having waited in line at 5 a.m. to get the, the rarest variants to now seeing them on the store shelves. Like, yeah. that's, it's, it, like, I thought it's, it's crazy to, be, to see it so easily accessible now that you can just walk into a store and get it rather than having to really, you know, get out there early to get, uh, to get your hands on it. Damn. Yeah. I want to go back to, like, it's hard to find. I guess we go three one two day. You're gonna get some of those fun, hard to find variants. That's true. Three one two day <laughs> does have like all of them. Yeah, and the whole library. Unique things that they're trying, like uh, I don't know, some other cocktail that they have. Yeah, um, it's Isn't the only time. Fernet. There's Fernet. Fernet. Um, that mint chocolate one that comes the St. Patty's Day one. Yeah. The mint chocolate PCS. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff that's just draft only that you get to try. Mm. And that's coming up at the end of September here. I even like some of the, I like the sour stuff too. You know, the wild ale stuff. Yeah. That's when, um. Oh, you mean the, not, not Matilda, the, 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 the Juliet's and the yeah. Hollyas and the, what uh, else? What? Madame Rose, that, yeah. uh, Lolita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we're missing, we might be missing somebody. There's a couple of names in there. We might, we might. Uh, Hollya. Uh, Hollya, Juliet, Lolita. Hollya, Juliet, Lolita. Madame Rose. Madame Rose. I feel like we're missing one. Well, there's Matilda and Sophie, but, but those, those are, are yeah, those, those are women. Those names. are the mass pro- yeah. Yeah, but those aren't the sisters. I feel like we're missing the sisters. But they're not here anymore. Yeah. Do they make them anymore? I miss those. No, they're, they're so they're, that's they're all done with those, huh? You know, it's funny. The last three one two day we went to, where we almost got hit by cars on two separate occasions on bikes. Okay, let's come back to that because <laughs> now I'm interested. But you know, we were hanging out, and I think one of the goose brewers was saying um, unofficially that they they pull back on making the sisters. And he said, hey, let's make Madame Rose. He's like, I'm not making it because you broke my heart and told me we weren't making it anymore. No. It was like a very emotional conversation huh. at 312 Block Party. So I don't think they came out with an official release of we're not making it. But it internally, it sounds like they're, they've paused making the sisters. Right. Yeah. Just They probably made too much Bourbon County and you know, that takes up so much of their time. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, it's a nationwide release, right? It's not just, you know, five or eight cities like it used to be. Mm-hmm. They're, they're Wherever they sell beer, they're trying to get Bourbon County. I think it's literally the beer they make the most at Fulton over 12 months. Wow. They make that beer the most. Wow. Yeah. Because all their other stuff, or their mass stuff, 312, um, the wheat. No, what's the wheat? That's 312. The IPA. Yeah. That stuff's made off-site. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But so at Fulton. They're probably making Matilda Sophie BCS the most. Well, that was the, I mean, that was kind of the logic behind the acquisition by AB InBev was that they would be able to offload the IPAs and the 312s and the <clears throat> the traditional money-making beers that they had to devote a lot of production space to. And yeah. now they can focus on just making the Bourbon Counties and the Sisters pretty much. Hey, but they're not making any money. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, man, I hope, we, I, I, I hope Damn, we we're not going to get invited to this. <laughs> I hope we would see. I would like to. I, w- I would like to state that the views of the podcast hosts are entirely their own and not mine. <laughs> I was hoping we would see some of the cool stuff that they have on draft at Clybourne, maybe not Clybourne, uh, Fulton, scaled up to you know mm-hmm. local production. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I was there in June and they had. Um, I think it was called Mona. They got a thing for naming beers after women. <laughs> Mona was a wheat ale with a little bit of ginger. Um, mm. And it was fantastic. 7%. They hit the 7% so well. And I, so I, I was hoping, with like you, to your point, 
with the with the the big beers going out and you got this tank space make cooler shit available yeah. all across yeah. the city do do the do yeah, a do lot of cool stuff. one-off shit and i don't know if we're seeing that do you think uh, old Irving's gonna be open for uh block party that's right because old Irving moved in next door right i mean even finch when they were open at least open to the public during three one two day. Like door, be like, look, we're a brewery. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody came out and said, "You went to Finch? Those motherfuckers owe me money." <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. I'm telling you, man, three one two block party is the best party they throw. Yeah, it's and a great, even, even I mean, more than prop day. It's a great street festival in its own right. I mean, yeah. forget you know, I. I Usually, I mean, it's sponsored by them, of course, but, uh, it, I mean, as a street festival on its own with the food and the beer and the, I mean, the bands that they have there are pretty, pretty quality too. So yeah. it's a great street festival. Yeah. yeah. First time I saw Glitter Money was there. First time I saw Rick Wilson was there. Uh, they had, um, I don't know, they have the one big stage, but I've been a couple of times where they do little stages off in the, uh, mm-hmm. that was by party, right? Yeah. yeah. They hosted Beach Slang one year. That was a good show. Beach Slang. Beach, and then, and then yeah. I learn about bands. Like mm-hmm. last year, I didn't know any of the guys. Um, this year I don't, but I'm gonna learn. You know, so they had that whole uh, beer hugs area last year. Oh, well, you can go take pictures with the giant beer with the yeah. giant bear. I wonder if they lean into that again. Well, that's the leader in the clubhouse there. I think that's their um, their bread and butter is the pug series, right? Which sorry, I, the pug series? No, no hug hug series hug series the uh, beer hug, hugs neon hug. Easy hug. Yeah, it's kind of like their version of the heroes, basically, right? right. For th- with Rev, so they got these these different these different uh, IPAs, and they're all a version of a hug. Is like, that is that are they what what's uh is it Big Hugs Half Acre? Right. Who makes that? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, are they piggybacking off of that or what? I'm, I bet Half Acre <laughs> could have sued them. But it, it, just don't do a big hug. Well, I got confused for a second because you I thought, when did we start talking about Half Acre Seven here? When did we one. ship? <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right, though. Yeah, that's... Uh... The other week you mentioned the Heroes series with the sports. We've got the cans. Yeah. No cricket. No cricket. What is it? Um, no, no volleyball. Have you, have you heard this where uh, Rev is going to... Well, they're top-selling beers, anti-hero, but mm-hmm. and that'll stay the same. But the yeah. cans will change depending on what sport season it is. Okay. So there's a you know football, football. baseball, basketball, hockey. Yeah. That's it. Then that's it. No soccer. No, no soccer. I didn't see a soccer one. Did Maybe you see not. Soccer? Maybe well, not. Like, Let's double if check. You're marketing to an American audience. Those are the sports you should focus on. But you know they they sponsor the uh, uh, Chicago Fire. Fire, yeah. They're like huge okay, that's kind of silly then. All right. And no cricket. Yeah. yeah. Nobody... <laughs> can can either of you tell me the rules? The of cricket? nerve. No, the no, no, nerve. Just, uh, no like, cricket. Can can either of you tell? Me? I did not know the There's rules a of new cricket until cricket they're working on that is under uh, it in a short amount of time, so they can get an Olympics. Because usually a game takes a week, right? Yeah. Is that real? Yeah. I don't know shit about cricket. cricket. No, not not like usually. Week. It takes a week. They it change the rules. Go on it it can't. But I think they like are changing the rules now to make it short. I think they've already done that. Okay. No, I no, I, I I had a had an occasion to watch a cricket match with somebody who kind of knew something about the sport, and I said, "Can you give me the basic overview of what the hell is happening here?" And this is day two of warmups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a main four, main four sports. Right. No, no they four. definitely they've they've definitely altered the rules governing scoring and uh, and time. I, I but it it. it 
at, at least with like the internationally sanctioned matches that would get you anywhere. Like it's not, it's not, uh, you know, the five day games are, mm. are like pretty much Indian a thing of the past. Go on for a long time. <laughs> there could be a cricket game in between an Indian wedding. In my head, I can see an Indian wedding being like a real fucking bash, like a real fucking party. I I attended in yeah 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 in in India yeah it was two full days. There were four <laughs> different. Venue change might be the proper term. It was like the same venue, but there were four different rotations of like what the decorations were and where the chairs it. were and where the food was. And sometimes you did or did not have food. But yeah, the, the like we, we, we would go up to our hotel rooms, which overlooked this area, and you could see like construction workers. There's like a scaffold platform and they're crawling up and down it to change the decorations. And I'm going, good God, this is like we're how making does, a film here. How does one wind up at a indian wedding in india that last two days and has, uh, <laughs> has theme changes you probably just go okay just be like i'm here for the wedding just pull that chair <laughs> it's like it's like fucking um there, uh, there would have been nothing suspicious Wilson, about, and, uh, about a about a, a american of european ancestry showing up to an indian <laughs> wedding in india uninvited <laughs> like, are you sure i'm just gonna go in. That I'm, would, just gonna, I'm just gonna go in. that would not be cool. yeah Sounds like a hang though, man. Oh no, just the main four American sports, no cricket. Oh, no, so, no, no soccer. Uh, no soccer, no cricket on the on the rev stuff. Yes. Oh, so if you um, but if you get a twelve pack mm-hmm. of these themed beers and one can is gold, um, you can redeem that gold can to enter into a sweepstakes where you can get mm. a jersey of that sport. Gene Wilder's estate's gonna sue them. Is that a, uh, oh? You're talking oh, about fucking oh, Willy Wonka? That's Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do want that uh, that hockey jersey looks pretty sweet. Okay. I want the anterior hockey jersey. Yeah. So Rev switching it up. That's our top selling beer by far. So which one? The oh anti hero. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Well, we're gonna keep sip on these. We had a mm-hmm. couple stops uh, that Nick and I wanted to mention. We had talked about on the last episode going and making the day out for the phase three. Opening. Yeah, the third phase. And I bailed. Brad did not go. Why? I was tired. I'm tired. Make up a better excuse. <laughs> than welcome that. to my life, Steve. You know? <laughs> I mean, welcome, even welcome if that is life. the real reason, make up some better shit. <laughs> I did go to three breweries on Friday. I was I was running and I, I just felt really Friday. good and it lasted longer than it should have had because I was enjoying it. So I much. biked the drive and uh, um, yeah. you know. Yeah. I did go to three breweries on Friday. Okay. So it was a total loss. <laughs> now he's a straight man now. Okay. Half Acre, Spiteful, and Pilot Project. Right on. So uh, Half Acre and Spiteful are right next to each other. Yeah. Bowmanville. Octoberfest. Did them. Yeah. Did them. Got the cans too. So we'll Those be are, drinking them. Here. They're up north, aren't they? Half Acre and Spiteful. Yeah. And so we'll be drinking the cans here soon on the show. Um, oh, I was going to say the most northern, northernmost breweries. But I think, well, Rogers Park now. There's a Howard Street is the northernmost brewery. Is Saganosh? Oh, uh, Saganosh. I think Saganosh is more north than Bowmanville, too. Yeah. So Alarmist, Howard Street, m- most north, and then Half Acre Spiteful. How is Norwood Park? Oh, shit. How, how far north is Illuminate? I just got deja vu. But yeah, you're right. So I mean, pretty much just what is the northernmost street in Chicago? And I'm pretty sure the. There's a brewery on there somewhere. Well, now there is. Howard yeah. Street. Yeah. Cross Street from Evanston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then after that, 
I would say Illuminated. Then Alarmist. Then Alarmist. Okay. Then Hatbaker. Okay. Better trivia. What's the southernmost brewery? Well, if you talk, if you ask Brad, the city stops at 111th Street. <laughs> Oh, the city, no. Chicago, Chicago <laughs> see, goes like for another mile. <laughs> oh, but no, but seriously, the southernmost brewery, it probably is open outcry. But the That's city, the end. That's but, as far as I can go. But the city it's goes down to uh, 134th Street. It's, I thought it was farther than that. Like no. it's no, because like, like it, there's then a, you're in one of the burbs. Like yeah, the, so yeah. you're in. Um, we, we were we were just talking about this because the name of the last. Neighborhood in Chicago, the southernmost neighborhood. Hegwish, right? Or Hedgewish? That's one of them. Yeah. Um, there's another one. Is it Dixmore? There's a neighborhood. <laughs> no, there's a neighborhood. And this is true because nothing's down there. I mean, nothing brewery wise is down there. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, nothing yeah. brewery wise is down there. The name That'd of. That'd be a great place to open brewery called Dixmore Brewery. What is it? <laughs> but that, the, the name of the last neighborhood yeah. is followed is. by a suburb that shares that name. <laughs> yeah. So I can't think of the name. I'm never fucking down there. I don't know. There's no brewery, so I don't fucking mm-hmm. know. <laughs> open outcry is as far as you go. On the brewery map, open outcry is the southernmost. Because brewery. one allegiance, that's a suburb. And where is that? Like Lagrange or some shit? Isn't that in like hmm. the little Dubai little? Uh... Wait, what? I feel like is there is a like Middle Eastern community down there, and when so when you take a photo and it, it geotags you, yeah. it's little. Little Dubai. It's, mm. Maybe not Dubai. I didn't even know we had a little Dubai little here. Arabia. <laughs> Arabia's not little a place. East. But <laughs> I think Libya. it says L I L. Little Libya. What? Little. No, I don't know. But it. Yeah, that's not the city, though. Right. That's you're, you're out of the city at that point. That's Southwest. Where, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that was running against Brandon Johnson. He oh, lived, Paul Vallis. He lived. Over oh, there. like Palos Heights or some shit. Yeah, out that way. Yeah. That's where I think. But yeah, but to bring it back though, yeah, southernmost brewery in the city is probably open outcry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, back to Half Acre and Spiteful, back to back stops as you know, you're at one, kind of got to go to the other one usually mm. if you can if you can handle it. I mean, it's right there. What is um so Lagertown is Half Acres Brewery. Yeah. What are they calling uh, Oktoberfest? That's Oktoberfest. What are they calling uh, Spiteful's? Oh, I picked up cans. I think okay. it was just Oktoberfest. Just Oktoberfest, because that's yeah. what most people go with. Some people do a name. A fun name, yeah. But I think it was just Oktoberfest. Theirs was tasty, and I think it's going to do a strong showing in our lineup. Okay. okay. Whose Oktoberfest is that? Spiteful. Spiteful? Yeah. Now, Steve, what, what neighborhood are you in again? What, what? What? Sorry, what neighborhood are you in again? The Loop. The Loop. All right. So you Adam get... Street's we are. probably the closest for them. Yep. Yeah. Burkhoff? Yep. 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 Uh, Industry L is opening up. Who? Industry Ales. Where? Where? So it's right next to that uh, that super old school uh, f- camera place on um, Wabash. It's opening up right next door. So this is right across okay. the street from DePaul. So if you're at like okay, kinda, yeah, yeah, I can't think of the name of that place. But yeah, Industry Ales is open up. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Um, there aren't too many in the loop. I mean, I guess it would. Be, well, it makes sense that it would not be a prohibited. It would be a. Not an ideal place to start up something with like heavy industrial yeah, no, activity. No, it's like a, a central business district. On the other hand, I suppose yeah. you know. So I don't know. You got crushed by giants. I think people who open up down there can't own the space, and they mm-hmm. probably are getting their cheeks spread on fucking rent. Mm-hmm. Right? Of course, and yeah, then a lot of stuff absolutely. shuts down in yep. the loop proper. I mean, River North's a different thing, but when you're on the south of the river, a lot of stuff probably closes. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So I mean, that was probably some of the hurdles, but. No. But then, yeah, also did pilot project. 
which I like Pilot Project Space. I know we went on like a long rant. Was it the last episode or two episodes oh, ago about Mo- Funk, Funky Town? Milwaukee. Just like how they're almost carrying Pilot Project at this point outside of Pilot Project. Like yeah. it's the only brewery you really know of. Yeah, like what other beers did you have that weren't Funky Town there? I had one beer that was a one and a half percent beer. So that's, I had a Funky Town beer and seemed, then a one and a half percent beer. Seems, so you had a water. Yeah. Don't even sound real. That's that's NA. It was kinda nice. That's funny. That's like medieval, you know, we need to brew beer so that our water is clean, percentage of alcohol. Yeah, well, I'm a big fan of these hop waters, so I was like, <laughs> I'm going I'm to try this. We were at uh, the Festival of Wooden Barrel Age Brewers, and Brad's like, Nick, you got to get in on this seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's insane, man. <laughs> so this, this all makes sense. So Pilot Project has a great 1.5% beer. <laughs> Wait, this, this off-color beer is... 2.6. What about our girl Donna? What about Donna's pickle beer? They're making that there. Yeah, I thought about getting it and I just didn't. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I just, okay. Yeah, I wasn't feeling a lot. I'm very confused by Pilot Project's menu. There's too many words on the menu. <laughs> like the names are too long, so you have to order from your phone. The names okay. get cut off. And there's a <laughs> description. And I just like, I don't know where to look. I don't know where to scroll. Like, there's... Some bad UI design. They got some. Um, they got fancy cups at yeah. the Pilot Project. I do like the cups. No, they have these Teku glasses, you know, with the stem. And so they the got bowl. cups figured out, but have they no clue about web design. Apparently, it's a short list of things they don't <laughs> figure out. Like a bench. I don't know if I want a fancy cup like that. I want a mug. You want a mug? I'm sitting outside okay. on a picnic table. I want a mug. I'm here for fancy cups. Mugs fancy. Fair. I do like a mug. I got when I went to Hopewell. Hopewell. I got a beard account. I'm like, I want the one that comes in the mud. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, is there food there? That's because there's food at the one in Milwaukee. There is food at the okay. one here. Yeah. Is it Pilot Project we're talking? Yeah, Pilot Project. So right so across that, from, what is that? Right across from that theater. Yeah. Uh, not, Chicago. No. Illinois. It's closed. In a loop? No, no, no. Uh, Milwaukee. Oh, like Milwaukee. Oh, Congress? Congress, yeah. Thank you. Congress Theater. It's still, yeah, that's still. It, I swear, like, when I go by that Congress Theater on the Blue Line, it always looks like there's construction happening there, and yet it's still derelict as far as I understand. Okay. It's right up there with, um, yeah. what's the big one on Broadway next to a Green Mill? It's right up there with that project. <coughs> oh, the Ruby. No. Congress is basically, there's, like, back taxes owed. Yeah. Oh, so, nobody so nobody's buying Okay, no I see. Yeah, no, nobody's buying it until... <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, man, if I hit... But if, if I if I hit the if I hit the numbers, I'm buying them both, the Congress and the one next to Green Mill. What? I don't. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but but I want, the I want but it. pilot project is right across Just the street give, from this horrible investment taxes. that Nick is going to make in the future. Yeah, we're okay. gonna. It'll be good. <laughs> fucking bar mitzvahs, graduations, <laughs> fucking Indian, <weddings>. Indian <laughs> three day minimum Indian weddings in this joint. It's gonna be. It's gonna. We're doing a show from there. I have right? doubts about this you. business model. <laughs> I got a serious burn. Right? I will I'm not be. Inv- I will not be investing in this enterprise. <laughs> he won the lottery. He doesn't need investing. <laughs> we're bringing back Argus. No, we're not bringing back Argus. But we will do the other stuff though. We're bringing back uh, the we're other one. Beta Bra. Beta Bra. And the return of Beta Bra. For the third, fourth time. <laughs> For the fourth time. <laughs> You know, the Brother One episode is off the rails here, but <laughs> um, yeah. that, was, 
those were three of my stops that made it Look at that, on my yeah. adventure to being too tired to join you. <laughs> okay. Phase three. Okay. But you went. I went. I went. See, so I went on Friday, and I was going to go again on Sunday. Oh, okay. Um, so I went Friday. But you didn't go on Sunday, though. I did not go on Sunday. Oh. I went on Friday. So I don't feel bad you didn't go by yourself. No, no, no. It's okay. fine. It's fine. I mean, so. I get that it's cool and all because it's phase three, but like three straight days of like I was going, going to yeah. Elmhurst? Well, I wanted that's, to. Well, I was that's ex- a ringing endorsement. True. Um, you know, I am a little bit of a fanboy for phase three stuff. Even As you should be. Their, um, their Lakeswick location, entirely too fucking far. Especially mm. at night. We were talking in, in that maybe in a pre-show. You go to some of these Lake County towns, and at night, you might be on a road with very little light for five miles. You know, I'm not, you know, we're not into this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Elmhurst. It's pitch black for us. And <laughs> who, live, who live in urban land, it's like, where'd all the light go? So Elmhurst is appealing for those reasons, you know, yeah. a lot closer. So I went on Friday night, like five, five o'clock. And there's an hour and a half wait. Yeah. Good Lord. So I'm like, well, I'll just go to the bar and <laughs> maybe order something and then sit outside and wait. And um, oh, but then two uh, older ladies got up. So boom, now I'm at the bar, and I'm like, well, I guess I don't need that seat. So okay. just chilled at the bar. The whole is time. it close enough to put your name in and go to like Lunar or more? Um, well, more is a mile and a half. Okay. So I think so Lunar's the same. Lunar would be yeah a little closer. Yeah, this is on the main street, so it used to be a bike shop. So I've, it feels like Main Street, USA. Like mm-hmm. Businesses on both sides of the street, a little small town thing. Okay. Downtown Elmhurst is actually, like, I think, um, Arlington Heights is the same way. It's, it's a surprisingly cool downtown. It's like, cute, I, think, yeah, I mean, it's, really? you know, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's got a suburban feel to it. It's, you know, not enormous the way, you know, anywhere in Chicago is. But it's, it, it's, a, it's a fun spot. I agree with that. And um, they, had a, uh, they had outdoor seating um, and a patio. And then they have, they're next door to another bar. And then they have the main dining room. Yeah. So um, it's a nice space and they have food and they don't have food in Lake Zurich. Mm. So that, I think that's, that's the biggest difference. They poached a chef from um, Red, no, Cherry Circle Room. In, uh, Cherry Circle Room is in the Chicago Athletic Society building. Chicago loop, Athletic right? Association wait, building. Wait, across what's from it called? Cindy's. Cindy's, yeah. So oh, Cindy's. Cindy's yes. is a rooftop. That's a bar, I thought. I didn't realize yeah. Cindy's had that, much food. A yeah, There's a restaurant in there, Okay, too. okay. So yeah. Cindy's has... I've, I've only ever been to the bar. Yeah. No, I, I live yeah. around the corner from there, so I'm like, yeah. wait. Cindy's you got to go food. to the milk room in there. Okay. It's like, like seven seats and like fucking uh, Dusty's, like a bunch of a nice library of whiskey. Mm. Um, oh, but Cherry Soka Room's in there. And Cindy's is a rooftop. Yep. Rooftop bar with a patio, and they both had kitchens. Yeah. So they, they got that shot. That's good. Shake Shack's at the bottom. <laughs> I do like, I'm, you know, I'm here for a crinkle fry. Either at the top or the bottom. Okay. No in between. <laughs> I, have a lar- I have a large crinkle fry. And I'm going up to pay $30 for a cocktail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will go broke hanging out in fucking Cindy's. Yeah. Right? For sure. I will say, though, I mean, the, the view that you get from that spot is something extra special. Oh, it's a 10. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a 10. Uh, the, the rooftop on Cindy's is very nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it's more just like you're kind of at the north end of the park and like, you know, where the park ends. So you kind of have a view that opens up over the entire like Grant Park, Millennium, Maggie Daly Park area. Yeah. It's also, you're not what, I think it's maybe eight or 10 stories up. So you're not, you know, so high that you don't, you know, you feel disconnected from everything. You feel like it's, uh, it's right there in front of you. It's pretty neat. Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, the gauge if I'm a Michigan app. Yeah. I, I like the gauge. That is 
my wife and I, that's pretty much our pick for like, you know, best, maybe most underrated or just overall best restaurant in the city. Like it's reasonably priced. You can almost always get in there. The food is like, I, I, it, it strikes me as a bargain given how good it is. Like everything on their Usually menu is just amazing. Yeah. Sidewalk soup. Mm-hmm. I, I like the, I like the, yeah. I like the gauge a lot. Yeah. The gauge is, the gauge is special. Um, oh, so I'm at this fucking phase three. Um, yeah, it's a satellite tap room, so there's no brewery there. It's just there, you know, it's just a second outpost for them. To compete against more. Yeah. <laughs> so you know the story behind uh, the phase three guys, the graphic designer, um, the, um, the taproom manager and the head brewer of more all left more to go start phase three. Oh boy. Because the owners of more started a second brewery in Huntley and didn't tell anyone. They didn't bring them along as part of the process. They felt. Yeah. That. That'll, that'll piss off your, uh, your most loyal compatriots there. So it's phase three because the guy started, uh, more was a second job. His first job was head brewer at Ram in Schaumburg. Okay. And so basically the same beers, essentially, that he makes now, I mean, they're, they're dialed in, but a lot of the same beers he was making at Ram Schaumburg and at a frenzy, people were going nuts over these beers, mm. like taking like the pace bus and all this kind of weird shit yeah. to Schaumburg. Yeah, to right, right, place. right, yeah. So, when, when, when people make the uh, the uh, pilgrimage to Schaumburg for beer, <laughs> it's like, okay, you got something good going on here. Yeah. So, the, so that's why it's called Phase 3. Oh, so his for his second location, he's like, well, let's set up shop a fucking mile from <laughs> from more. It's amazing. It's, it's so funny. Um, yeah. Oh, it was a great spot. Um, I love the taps because there were those, you know, remember Blom, not Lumen and Eagle. Remember Bangers and Lace and mm-hmm. how Bangers and Lace, they don't have Wait, names. remember, they're still there, right? Oh, it's a great spot. Yeah. Fireplace in yeah. the winter is my jam at fucking Bangers mm-hmm. and Lace. Oh, but yeah. there's, no, uh, there's no branding on the taps. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of this, you know, obscure, just all kind of clean yeah. Yeah. tap system. They got that going. Um... What else? Oh, and there's a lot of kids in this joint. I would say 30% mm. of the joint was children. So I, mean, I was suburbs. You're going to get that. It is what it you're is. Gonna, you're going to get the parents, you know, dragging their kids out. Like, come on, I'm going to go drink beer. And yeah. you, can, you can't do this until you're 21. And I, and I think that's part of why the uh, the village was probably friendly mm. to them. You know, because, you know. So aside from the kids, I thought it was a good hang. Okay. Yeah. So sorry, man. The, the, the barley wine episodes got me uh, mm. a little a little rambly here. Mm. So, so you did that. Anything else? Um... I think I did something else. Oh, shout out to Barrington, Illinois. I went up there to check out a, a spot called Sundial. Sundial. Mm. Yeah, Sundial uh, Brewery and Blend Blendery, they call themselves. Mm. So Blendery. this Blendery. Blendery. So they specialize like in like uh, European styles and uh, mixed culture beers. So they, oh, they leverage okay. like neutral oak barrels and wine barrels and bourbon barrels, and they do a lot. Of, they do a lot of blending. Publican was those. doing blends for a little like early on. Um, Michael McIlvaney was doing <clears throat> blends of his own. He was trying to make them and bring you a picture, share the blend. It's so. nice. I mean, if you listen to like guys like John Laughter, he's like, blending's everything. You know, we get all these fucking barrels. You know, even even uh, OGBCS, right? It's a blend of like three different uh, distilleries. When you, you know? say blend, I mean, or you're talking about brewing different beers, aging them in different barrels, and then blending Sometimes. the end product that together. Is, that right? is one way, okay. or another way is the exact same beer in. Barrels from different distilleries. Okay, all right. And then, and okay, then, yeah, all right, I see. Yeah. And blend those. So, yeah, I had a, a, a Saison that was aged in a oak wine cask, uh, mm-hmm. blended. So, some fresh and some oak aged. That was fantastic. Uh, farmhouse IPA, mm-hmm. which is an IPA with the Saison yeast instead of the IPA oh, yeast. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask what a farmhouse IPA is. I, I, like, I, I had to ask, too. Those are two. Oh, yeah. So, 
that was um that was okay. It was a little too perfumey for me, honestly, because of, because of the hops they used and because the saison with all those big ass hops. Right. Mm-hmm. I was kind of out on that, but this fucking saison was money. Mm-hmm. Um, gorgeous space, all wood. This used to be Flesk Brewing. I don't know if you remember Flesk. Oh yeah, we talked about them closing. Yeah, so it's it's kind of went, but I know their logo. Yeah, so they they left. So um, the guy, I asked him if it was a rebrand from Flesk. He's like, no, but the head brewer at Flesk um, only took that job if he could have a side project. Hmm. While he was at Flesk, so these guys have been barreling, barrel aging beers since 2020, when he took over the head brewer job at Flesk. So the guy who owns Sundial is the same head brewer that was at Flesk. Okay. So Flesk said, "Hey, you need to stop your little side project thing, and focus on Flesk beers." Mm-hmm. So his response to that was, "Well, hey, well, goodbye. Maybe we buy you out." <laughs> and now it's Sundial. Hmm. So Flesk didn't fail just because people didn't like the stuff. They got out and uh, sold their space to Sundial. Mm. That's a better story than to me. It sounded like well, it didn't work out. They weren't making good beer. Or or yeah, they just, or it was or it was good, and um, just nobody bought it because people don't buy good beer. Smiley Brothers, you know, um, <laughs> Urban Renewal. Well, they don't. They, no, well, to be clear, <laughs> when when I say good, I just mean those two locations won awards. So good, uh, a relatively. Jericho won a vote. Same thing. Same thing. So someone I have to say the one being good doesn't make the other ones good. A award a, 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 a does not make a brewery, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, so and that reminds me, uh, Sundial. Uh, Gabriel was over at Half Acre. Was there, and I asked about Suncatcher. Uh, Gabriel, the uh, founder of Half Acre. Right, and so was Matt. Uh, head sec- brewer. Head brewer, second employee, or whatever. Uh, also probably founder. So Suncatcher is his new project, which I believe he's still at Half Acre because we kind of, we dissected and I kind of, they they kind of said like Suncatcher's part of Half Acre. I feel like instead of making Half Acre a whole acre, <laughs> they decided the brewery number two should be Sundown. Right. And so Sundown probably won't, we probably won't see that until sometime in 2024. And it's only going to be open when it's nice out. So when you cannot sit in the beer garden and enjoy uh, the niceness of that, the niceness of the weather, because it's next to that uh, uh, plant place. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chrissy Weber Landscaping? Yeah, the landscaping hmm. place. So they're like, no reason to, to be here. So we'll just won't, we won't function during the winter months. Like an actual seasonal brewery. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of into it. I was hoping to try them, you know. Now, since we know that it's a thing, right? Um, they brewed their first beers at uh, Hill Farmstead. At Hill Farmstead, um, so I was hoping to try their stuff, but I guess we gotta wait. Oh, yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Steve, did you go anywhere? <laughs> Any good breweries lately? Not as of late. <clears throat> Excuse me. I I'm trying to think of the last. Bonafide brewery I went to, which is not recently. So I am. You're rocking the Maui brewing shirt. So I am, maybe maybe yeah. it was Maui. It was not Maui, unfortunately. Okay. I. Uh, <clears throat> no, this was kind of a subtle, like uh, you know, show of support to you know what happened in on the island of Maui recently. Oh so, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. They're going through some stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So, but uh, no, it is uh, Maui brewing is a wonderful spot. Well, cool. Any final takes of this? Showdown, Farley Wine Showdown. Um, 
Man, that old Fitz uh, Bourbon County mm-hmm. is, is special. It's, it's good, yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's one of the, I think, one of the best beers that came out last year. It's fucking really good, man. It's the one I kept going back to mm-hmm. as we were drinking. I was like, I don't think I've gone back to Straight Jacket. Straight Jacket was feeling a little too thin. Also too sweet. Uh, like, it's, I mean, a barley wine will be sweet, but I feel like it pushed the envelope maybe of, uh, of how, how sweet a barley wine should be. But uh, And, and, and the, to be fair... We we should have had VSOJ. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just straight jackets here, and it's not the same as these other beers, but it's not the exact same type of beer. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah, if, uh, Old Fitz is still sitting around on the shelf. Uh, you can pick it up at a discount now, you know, a year later. I think it, it's tasting great. Yeah, I think it's probably one that held up the most, too. Mm-hmm. I know they had a 30, um, 30th anniversary one. I yeah, I, I forget what that one was time. called, but it was that one was that was another that was another special one. Not birthday oh. anniversary, right? It was something <laughs> like that, though. Okay. Yeah, what was it called? I it was thirtieth last year. It was came out along with the, uh, was, the birthday anniversary was the twenty couple years ago. But the, I feel like the name of this one is kind of like in that vein, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, you know, it's some it's some like celebratory yeah. name. That's the problem with this shit. You know? <laughs> anniversary. Like this is old anniversary fits. reserve. You know, you gotta bar mitzvah, Indian wedding. <laughs> <laughs> if the, that Indian wedding. <laughs> if the thirtieth was called Indian wedding, we'd have known. We would know this Indian wedding. They, they, they're, they're gonna steal this. They're gonna come out with an Indian wedding, uh, Bourbon no, County Fair. We're always getting we are... gold. Take it. Sultan's name or flavors. Because we're gonna go back and find the F where we fucking said it. It's yeah. been, so please steal it, please. <laughs> All right, and that's going to do it for uh, this episode. Uh, we'll be back, should be back next week with another one. ChicagoBeerFast.com. Take care. Thank you for having me. Good Nick to see Brad. you, Steve. Okay, Cheers. <laughs>